Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, it is Hot Topics time, and we're excited because it is a Tuesday, and we're not going to let, you know, working from home ruin our Tuesdays. We are now four locations wide, spanning across the entire inland northwest. We are to the south, we are to the east twice, and we are downtown once because TC has joined us for Hot Topics. Hey, brother. Hello, boys. How we doing? How are you? I'm so good. Actually, actually, kind of good. Uh, here's what I forget to do. We have it set up so that the Coyote Country text line can go to our phone this morning at about 6.05, which is earlier than I normally get up. <laughs> and go, my phone is like this. Ding, 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 ding. It was like an alarm. And then I realized what it was. I was like half asleep, half awake thing. And I'm like, oh, man. Because you can turn it off, basically, from going to your phone when you don't want it to. Right. And so, uh Thanks to your listeners this morning. Got an early wake-up call, so I appreciate you guys all checking in on the Coyote Country text line at 6. So. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Oops. We're sorry about that, but not really sorry, but man, I can see how that would be a bummer. And then did you have it on so a noise, too, or just vibrates? What's your I keep normal my, go-to? I, I keep my uh, ringer on at night when my son is not here, uh, yep. even even if he's at his mom's, because you never know when someone needs to get a hold of you, so that's why it was on this morning, and a lot of mornings it's not, but this morning it was because I keep that ringer on overnight because you never know if, you know, I like, uh, since he's been a little one, I like to, when he's not here, be able to answer sure. the phone in the middle of the night, just in case. Yeah, I think that's normal. Yeah. TC, uh, Slim asked us earlier where we were mentally on a scale of 1 to 10, and I don't know if I'm stealing one of his hot topics or not, but just mentally on a 1 to 10 uh, during the, uh, what, what did you say, Slim? We didn't want to call it Yeah, we don't isolation. want to call it quarantine, so they're calling right. it stay at home. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I give it about a, I, I, I'm not cracking yet. I give it about an eight. Um, and the reason I would give it an eight is because there have been times when it's felt like a two. Uh, and there are times when it's like, you know what? It's a 10. I can do this. This is all right. You know, because I don't mind spending time by myself, but there are times when you start thinking about where you have to be by yourself and it kind of affects your mind a little bit. But for the most part, I'm an eight. And over the past couple of days, a couple of cool things have happened. Um, I think you guys may have talked about this because some of the texts I read this morning on my phone were about this. The virtual cocktail party thing is awesome. Um, and uh, got a chance to catch up with a friend last night who normally travels a lot, who had to be home. And so it gave us some time to catch up. So there are some positives that come out of this. So that's why I say it's an eight. It's been mostly positive, to be honest with you. And working from home has been good. It's been an adjustment, but it's been good. I will tell you, I think, I don't know, I'll just ask you guys. I talk more to my friends. I've talked more to my friends in the last 10 days than I did before we were all staying at home. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think it's true for me as well. I looked at my phone just about five minutes ago, and I had 40-some missed text messages, and they were all from just two different group threads, like my buddies who are just, everyone's home, everyone's chatting, everyone's being social. I, I know more about their lives now today than I did two weeks ago. My at home is a little busier because we've added Lane back into it. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. And with my wife being home as well. So I don't, I feel like my family chatting is more because my house now has four nonstop. So I think maybe that's happened. Maybe not as much with the texting outside the house. Yeah, Jay, I can relate to that. That it's, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm checking in with people more and talking to some people, especially my, uh, my mom and I don't normally talk every day, and we have. And my true. brother and I have talked 
way more lately. And even my sister and I talk. So I mean, it's like it's one of those. So those are more. But I will relate to the family thing where I've noticed from leaving the house with TC to coming here to with Judy and the girls, it's different. It's definitely uh, less work here. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> this, uh, this place is the cleanest it's been since I've been here. <laughs> oh, here we oh, go. Yeah, because no one's cooking for you. <laughs> no, I've been cooking. I cooked yesterday once. What did you cook yesterday? <laughs> I made your world-famous breakfast sandwiches. Not yesterday, oh. uh, Sunday morning. Wait. Okay, hang on. You cooked one time in two days? Yeah, uh, yeah. I do a lot of microwave food, Slim. I'm still a single guy. Right. Slim, that was one it. of my biggest my biggest concerns with leaving uh, TC and Coop at my house was how long before they died from not cooking. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> neither one of them are big cookers. Uh, they, I, they have wait. their ways of surviving with the microwave and heating food up or whatever. But I mean, TC, you said all along you just you've never been a guy who cooks a lot. No, I mean, it, honestly, um, I will cook for if I'm in a relationship. I've cooked for females in my life, but uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, right? As long as we're being honest. Uh, but no, I mean, to me, it's like, eh. I mean, usually it's just me. It's hard to cook for yourself. And a lot of times, like Are I've done that in the past, where I've, what? What do you mean it's hard to cook for yourself? Because you we're being honest, it's a lot easier just to make a like I've done like the big crockpot thing where I've frozen things, and then by the end of the week you're like, oh, I'm so tired of this, I will never eat that again. So uh, I need to change it up. Plus, I'm out uh, supporting our local businesses by. Uh, that's my plan this week to hit some takeout places. So, Ooh, I um, like that. What's on the What's on the docket? Because I'm excited I'm about decided. this. I haven't decided. I'm craving Thai food. Mm. So um, I'm thinking about going somewhere that's uh, opening and delivering Thai. I'll check our list on Grubs and Growlers uh, and uh, see if I can find some Thai food on there and go get some of Pad Thai. That sounds really good. Or some drunken noodles. It is an, those. It is an awesome list. And if you go to the Coyote Country Facebook page, you can see it. It is a great reference point for those of you who need a break from the kitchen. And there's yeah. a lot of them, man. I mean, there's a ton. So yeah, and it's, a, it's pretty cool to have a lot of places that don't normally deliver or do the takeout type thing. You wouldn't think of them doing that, that are all doing it now. So it's the list. It may surprise you some of the places you see on there where you're like, oh, that's awesome. I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so Again, it's you can find that on our week. Facebook page. Simple. TC, oh, yeah, what it's you got? Thai food. I'm sorry. It's Thai food one night, and I'm also craving, I mean, I'll do. Ta I've been doing Taco Bell about once a week, so that'll happen. But I'm also craving a couple other things. I'm gonna check out that list. The great thing about that list is I'll look at something and go, you know what? That sounds really good. That's what's on the agenda for tonight. So, okay, TC, I've got to ask you because I'm excited about it. I enjoyed all of the two-run series of Quarantine Cooking with Kevin. That was a great show. I enjoyed it. And now that it's over with, will you pick it up with Quarantine Cooking with Timmy? Uh, we've actually, just so you know, before uh, we've taped three episodes, you will have another one on Wednesday night, another one coming Sunday. We're going to do Wednesday and Sunday. So you've got a new episode coming Wednesday, a new episode coming Sunday, and then a special guest appearance cooking with TC on the following Wednesday. So uh, Kevin and I have taped three episodes. I've got to get them edited. 
So there will be three new episodes over the next week and a day. So just so you know. Yeah. And very exciting. Yeah. Exciting news starting on Sunday. Kids week. Yes. Where we do kids kids recipes. There was a video I watched yesterday that a guy, a, a chef video series that I love on YouTube. And this guy does great meals, easy to learn, easy to pick up. He's awesome. He started doing like extremely basic meals. So they're the quarantine meals. And he did three different ways to cook your top ramen yesterday. It was so creative. And I actually did one yesterday and it was so doggone good. Wait, time out. Three different ways to cook your top ramen because not to spoil things. Yeah. On the episode that I taped, uh, the world famous TC Romlet is what will be coming up next week. On the <laughs> oh, box. wow. Okay. He did not breakfastize his oh. top ramen. So this will be, you will be living in that yeah. world by yourself. I like that. Uh, and I'll say Josh- TC bragged about that thing a lot. And I was like, I don't know, TC. And then after I saw it, it's everything he hyped it up to be. Uh, it was one of my son's favorite things growing up, and it basically came out of necessity because it was a Saturday morning, I think, one weekend when he was younger, and he's there, and I'm like, well, what do I have to make him for breakfast? And I really hadn't gone grocery. I had some eggs, and I had some ramen, and so I Googled this thing, and it, it turned out pretty well. So next Wednesday night is when that premieres, so hold wow. your breath for that episode. <laughs> Slim, what are the three ways to cook ramen? He had, well, he, I mean, there were legit recipes. He has, and he did it with just things that most people picked up at the store in preparation for staying at home. He did like a French onion knockoff that okay. is very basic and good. He did a, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like Parmesan cheese, butter, pepper, some other easy ingredients to yep. make this awesome, thick, cheesy ramen dish. And then his four, his third one was a salad, like one of the ramen salads. But with again, mm. all stuff that people loaded up on, on uh, during quarantine. Or excuse me, stay the ramen home. salad has oh yeah, not quarantine. Yes, not and the ramen you... salad is is non cooked, just dry noodles. Yep, that one was that one was the one dry noodle. Okay, all right, yeah. it's good. I love. I, it's kind of fun, and I again, Kevin mentioned it earlier. This has been a, a week or two of pure creativity from people. People getting super creative, especially on the internet. And this was fun. It's fun to watch people uh, show off what they can do in the in it... the kitchen world. And I realized, Jay, this goes back to, you know, the, the time with our parents, I think, where the art of making everything last as long as you can, the stretching oh, yeah. the food out as long as you realize why our parents made all those things. Like the only reason they put, you know, hot dogs and mac and cheese was so that you could stretch the one box of mac and cheese further. You know, it's like, oh, I see you put potatoes in everything or cheese in everything Yep. To make everything more filling and last longer, and I and I also feel a lot of that's going to be happening. Yeah, and you you didn't want to have hot dogs every day, so you put them in mac and cheese to change it, or you you know right. top ramen was not available, but you'd put it in some sort of noodle, or you'd yep. you know oh I'll just add a can of uh, cream of mushroom soup to everything, and now it's all of a sudden going twice as far. Uh huh. I, I the other one I want to do is the uh, top ramen trail mix. Remember I did that one and brought it into work at one time. And it was really good where you just take the, the noodles and crunch them all up, and then you just throw in whatever your favorite trail mix things are. Yeah. It's it's pretty stinking good. And you think the kids will love that? Yeah, they will because, well, as long as it has M&Ms and ramen, I think you're golden. <laughs> TC, you guys had 100 kids. Your folks had 100 kids. You guys had to stretch meals, right? Right. 
Uh, totally. And it became, uh, one, uh, you know what I ate yesterday, which was one of my other favorites growing up? Um, you, you take your macaroni and cheese and pork and beans. You guys ever mix those together? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so that is one of my comfort foods. And I feel like in a time like this, you kind of, um, you know, you, you tend to lean towards comfort food sometimes. Oh, for sure, and yeah. So last night for dinner, it was macaroni and cheese with a side of pork and beans. And I will tell you what. Those were the best macaroni and cheese and pork and beans I've had in a long time, just because it was like, man, these are so good. Uh, so I bought some of those at the grocery store. Um, I mean, hot dogs stretch too, by the way, because you can do them like you can have a hot dog if you're hungry. And I bought chili. I did chili dogs the other night. And chili dogs are like the easiest because you just throw the, the hot dogs in the microwave and chili on the stove. And yeah, I always toast the buns and like literally... I made chili dogs for Josh the other night, and they're so easy and they're so filling. But a little bit goes—it's uh, another one of those things that a little bit goes a long way, you know. I so. think we should all reach out to our moms today, and tomorrow we have Coyote Country moms' recipes of how to make a meal, how Ooh. to stretch a meal. I like it. Oh, you in? See uh, the text line: Top Ramen plus peanut butter plus teriyaki sauce is awesome. Huh? What? Yeah. Oh, oh, like a Thai peanut sauce. Yeah. That oh, it makes amazing. sense. Yeah, Kevin. Without you saying that, I thought this is the grossest sounding thing ever. You say Thai peanut sauce, <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah, I, that was my first thought. Was that's gross? And then I thought, oh, I get it. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> that sounds that fantastic. Yeah. I'm totally trying that today. All right, TC. Find out from your mom how to stretch a recipe. Uh, get a recipe or two. We'll all grab recipes from our moms to stretch them to see what we what they did when we were kids. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Up next, we are going to talk about stories that we love. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. All right, uh, we are live from our homes again. It is uh, Jay, Kevin, Slim, and TC joining us because it's Tuesdays, and just because we're home doesn't mean we can't have TC on the air. So uh, welcome, friend. Good to have you. Uh, favorite day of the week, boys. It's all downhill Even- from here. <laughs> TC, Jeez, bud. today I would, I would urge everyone out there who's got the supplies for it, Home Taco Tuesday. It's the thing to do tonight. Little taco, Taco Tuesday, uh, get it done. Hi. I used to do Home Taco Tuesday, boys, but that's a different story for another time. Oh man! Well, you should bring it back. <laughs> okay. I you will. can't Someday. let a you can't let a breakup ruin Taco Tuesday forever. Yeah, no. Tacos are your on. favorite, TC. Oh, you got to bring don't it back. Don't try to be LeBron James all of a sudden. No, man, I made up Taco Tuesday. Get out of here with that. <laughs> no. I, one time I dated a, uh, one time I dated a girl, and we invited you over for Taco Tuesday. Does that stop Taco Tuesday? No. Okay, good point. Maybe I'll go buy stuff and make tacos tonight. Thank you for cheering me up, boys. How Sounds like it. Cheer it up. I was well past it. But I stopped making tacos on Tuesdays because we broke up. You yeah. know, tacos are bigger than any relationship, yeah, TC. Tacos are. have a relationship with the world. Hey, Taco Bell never broke my heart. There's a song. <laughs> uh. All right, boys, let's go ahead and do it. Stories that we love. Uh, you know, just positive, feel good, made you happy story. Uh, Kevin, do you want to go first? Sure. This one is from last week, and it's a video that we posted on our Facebook page last week, but we didn't get the chance to talk about it. And I just love it. It was one of the first stories that I 
saw it was right as everything was starting to get canceled. And this is down in California at Chino High, the Chino Valley High School. And they were supposed to have a big like choir concert for this. Uh, what do they call it? like honors choir? These kids are good. Like they're, they're not they're not messing around. They were supposed to have their concert. It got canceled. So they decided to use technology hmm. to still make the concert happen. 19 kids did their part, sang their part. It's all put together on a video with all 19 of them on the screen singing somewhere under the somewhere over the rainbow. Here you go. Here's a little bit of the audio. It's impressive. Oops, I can't hear it. No. Oh, hang on. Let me get you guys some of the audio. Here you go. <laughs> I'm going to pause it for a second to let you know. Remember, these are all people filming separately on their own phone. So they're just singing their own parts. And none of How them are in the same How hard is that? It it's sounds- so weird because they're all in their own like bedroom or living room. And it's also weird to see their faces because they're so young. They're just high school kids. And they're all singing. And it's, it's really amazing. Still gives me goosebumps. Fantastic! Oh, yeah. I will tell you the first time I watched it, absolute just like tears. And it, I watched it probably last Thursday, I think it was, and it was like wow, it, it just was powerful. It, it made made me cry. It's super cool. If you get a chance, check it out. Their whole idea was to let's still do this video to spread some hope and cheer during a difficult time, and they absolutely nailed it. I think the video has over a million views now. Wow, yeah, that's impressive. Uh, TC, what do you got for stories we love? Uh, how about the students at Sheridan Elementary right here in Spokane, guys? Ooh, I like uh, this. They made, yeah, this is cool. They made thank you cards for their staff uh, before schools closed. Uh, the cards were gifted to custodians, nurses around the Spokane Public Schools District. So a bunch of the uh, staff at Spokane Public Schools got them. District said the cards were crafted as a token of students' gratitude for staff's hard work to keep students safe during the coronavirus pandemic one card said thank you for keeping us really 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 safe so uh i love that man kids are the are our kids not the best right now like if i i wish i kind of wish my son was still little because it would be great to have this hang time with him but um and i still have good hang time with him don't take that wrong but like kids are kids are resilient and you can see the resiliency in kids and it's so awesome yeah, that's cool. Yeah, mine that's came a great from story. kids also. Mine was overseas, so it's not nearly as good as TC's, but 12-year-old Ruby Porritt and her brother Kit did the Kindness Patrol. They put up a bunch of these pamphlets, like where you would see the lost dog, kind of things yeah. all over the, the street poles. They put a ton of them that just say, 
elderly for elderly folks, do you need our help? They'll go shopping for you. They'll walk dogs. They will send letters. They'll give you. They'll make you drawings if you just need a cheer to to get cheered up. And you can contact these kids, and they would help you with whatever. Like I said, anything from doing your shopping for you just to do something for you to make you smile, something to hang on the refrigerator. Of course, the thing blew up. Uh, They ended up doing these big care packages of milk, bread, and toilet paper, and they would drop them off and, and paper towels to elderly folks. And they just did it, and of course, it caught on with all the kids in that neighborhood. And it's just a bunch of kids helping out the older people in their community as well as they can during a tough time. I love it. It's just, again, another kids being great. That's awesome. Uh, mine, I posted a video this morning on my Facebook page in Spain. You know, they're uh, they're under quarantine. Everybody's in a has-to-stay-home. I mean, everything's shut down. And the cops came down this very narrow road, and they were driving around. They turned their sirens on so people would come to the windows and look outside. And then when they looked outside, all the cops jumped out, started singing songs, and did a choreographed dance for the people so it was uh, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. And there's like, you know, a six or eight cops that are just dancing around in the street, clapping and doing a little choreographed number. Then they get back in their patrol cars and they leave. That's awesome. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And it's like, you know, whatever it takes for, I mean, sometimes just a two minute moment of a break in the monotony can make a huge difference now you're good for a couple hours or a day absolutely those things are powerful that's why there's stories that we love because it does uh, you know like you said the kids spreading some hope and some cheer during a tough time and that's what it's all about it, the man yeah, you can send them you send if you see one by the way send it to us on our facebook page or on the air at jnkevin.com it is one of the things the mail thing is interesting to me some way of getting I don't know the right way to do it because I know that even with the mail, it's concerns about spreading virus and all that stuff. But I do worry about with older people who don't have access to technology of staying in touch with people. I, I'm I'm wondering if there is a way to send le- like if there's a way that like retirement centers or nursing homes are dealing with. Hey, we we would love to have some kind of interaction for our our patrons and the people living here. I wonder what the way to go about that is. That's a great question. I know where my mom is. They're not even allowing mail in right now. Yeah, dang it. Um, I don't know what they do with that, Slim. Now that you say that, I don't even think, I don't know what they do if they just leave it in like a room for, you know, a number of hours or something. But yeah, I, that's a great question. My that's mom weird. does yeah. the texting and she does a little bit of Facebook and has TV. But other than that, I, that's a great question. It I don't would really be, know the answer to that. It would be real cool if they set up, whether it's a couple cell phones that the employees have that you could message, you know, hey, you you and you got you've got Ethel. Send a message for Ethel, and then the, they would go right. play it, so that she could at least see it and know there's people out there thinking of them while everyone's going through this. Yeah, that's a good idea, especially you're right for like a you know a a senior center or something like that to set up some sort of video. You know, you could say, hey, look, look, come, we'll come watch this, or we'll bring it to your room so you can now. What do you want me to say back to him or something? Yeah, that's Absolutely. a great idea. Wow, it's a good way to stay in touch. All right, again, if you've got something that, you know, some story that you love, feel free to hit us up on Facebook Messenger or on Facebook or send it on the air at jandkevin.com. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. What's the best name for a gum? Bubblicious, Hubba Bubba, or Double Bubble? Kevin James. Please. They're all so fun to say. Try to say them, Kevin. They really are. Uh, Hubble Bubble. 
No, it's not Hubble. Bubble oil. It's not a. That's not a telescope. Rubblicious. <laughs> I did it. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. Final thoughts. All right, it is time for our final thoughts, and uh, TC, you get to go first. Uh, two things on my final thoughts. I mentioned this earlier, but one of the best things to come out of this uh, quarantine and self-isolation are the virtual cocktail parties. Did a little uh, Sunday fun day on Sunday, and I've got one tomorrow night, uh, Wine Wednesday, and the, the app that we use called Zoom allows us to change our backgrounds, and since it's Wine Wednesday, we've all been charged with the task to change our backgrounds to a tasting room or vineyard. So I think that's pretty cool. So my thought is this. If this works out, Maybe if I can get permission to do this, maybe at some point in the next week or two, I host a virtual cocktail party with some listeners. If I can get permission, just throwing it out there. That might be kind of fun, right? On a Friday right. night or something, since everybody's staying home. Well, you don't have to worry about getting an Uber home. This is true. This is true. That's also one of the positives, you know. So uh, absolutely, I do that for the next couple of weeks. So uh, stay tuned. If I can put that together, we'll do that. All right, Slimmy, what do you got? We like Shark Tank on this show, don't we? Oh, Love baby. It. Who is your favorite shark, Jay Daniels? Um, Oh, it's a good one. I, that's a tough question for me. I think I'm going to go with Mr. Wonderful. Kevin James, who is your favorite shark? I kind of go back and forth uh, with loving each one of them at different times. But I think yeah. overall, I still just... He just has so much money. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Well, he opened his mouth today. And here's what he said. For those of you who miss sports, he was asked when he believes he owns the Dallas Mavericks, when he thinks the NBA will be coming back. And here's what Mark Cuban oh. said today. Hopefully by the middle of May, we're starting to get back to normal and the NBA is playing games. Maybe not with fans, but we're playing it because sports play such an important role. You know, people want something to cheer for. People want something to rally around. People want something to be excited about. I mean, you know, no one has a perfect no one has perfect information right now. So all the decisions sure. are tough. But, you know, if I had to guess based off the people I talked to at the CDC and other places, I would say that the over-under would be June 1st, and I'm taking the under. So there you go. If you're a sports lover who is looking for some sports back in your life, an owner for an NBA team said maybe around middle of May to, to June, beginning of June, the NBA could be back. That'd be great. And I do like how he turned it into a bet. I do too, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the under. And who wants to bet yeah. me? Because I'm a billionaire. Crazy that a guy from a from Shark Tank was willing to gamble. <laughs> huh. Kevin, final thought. <laughs> it's funny, a quick little side note about Mark Cuban. I was reading a story about him today as well, where he was saying that with the stock market going all over the place and being so down and all that, that he has been investing uh, each week about one to one and a half percent, just buying some different stocks while things are down. And I thought, okay, well, that seems like a pretty safe plan. And then I realized that one to one and a half percent to him of his how many ever billions of dollars that that's a lot of money and for some reason it probably will work out right and the rich will get richer <sighs> hopefully he donates a lot to people i'm sure he's going to he seems like the kind of guy who will will do something at some point yeah, um, I, I mean that's how that works yeah my final thought today is you know being here at judy's with the girls uh you know everybody's here and i just asked them i'm like guys how do you think i'm doing so far 
And uh, the little one, the four-year-old, was like, good, you should live here. And I'm like, yes, okay. That's a, that's, I mean, that is, that is a great question. And then I said to, uh, you know, the older one, the six-year-old, I'm like, how do you think I'm doing? And she's like, Kevin, I think you're doing really good. It's, we like having you here, whatever. And I was like, okay, good. And then I asked Judy, and she's like, what? I'm folding laundry. What? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Love you, babe. How do you think I'm doing? I don't, I'm not <laughs> listening to you. She I don't care. She couldn't hear me. She was by the washing machine, folding laundry. And I realized, I sh- I'll, I'll help do that. I promise. It's like you guys are married already, for crying out loud. Yeah.